0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control. Thank you so much for being here. It is Wednesday, January 18th and welcome to Cruise Control, the home for entertainment news. I'm your host, Brian Cruz. Welcome back again tonight and joining me. not, Not Sabrina tonight. Sabrina could not be here. So this is the first time on Cruise Control, the first time where it's a lot of men. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Joining me first. My first guest is Mike Casey. Mike, welcome back to the program.
1: Hey, does that mean you're without a co-host tonight? Or can I like pirate up in here and actually, no, what, screw it. I'm not asking permission. I'm the co-host tonight.
0: <laughs> Mike Casey is the co-host tonight. <laughs> Sorry, hey, Jake. Thanks, Brian. It's it's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being here as always i appreciate it thank you for taking time out of your day i know you're a busy man i appreciate you coming here and just talking some shit here on, on cruise control with me it means a lot so thank you uh also joining us tonight as i probably just spoiled is mr jake slenecki jake is a manager at citizen skull here in hollywood california jake welcome back to the program
2: hello how are you <laughs> hello i'm i'm doing good <laughs>
0: <laughs> we actually all went to high school together, so that's always kind of fun. Everybody, that's a little inside info if you don't really know us all. So, but if and, you do know and, us all,
1: in elementary school, if I'm remembering, and elementary correctly. school, I think uh, so. Yes. Yeah,
0: I was actually going through some old photos last night, and I took some pictures and I sent it to both these guys. And like one was at my my family cottage, and that was the day where my grandpa told my friend that if he doesn't eat a piece of pizza, kick his ass so that happened (laughs)
1: happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) true story true story and then i sent jake a picture of him and i from like when we actually were in band together when we were kids so uh it's kind of fun seeing old pictures but uh yeah so it's great to have you both here I'll kick your ass. My grandpa was literally like, my grandpa had a piece of pizza on a plate. My buddy was like full, our our friend Josh. And my grandpa goes, eat the pizza. And he's like, I'm okay, I'm full. He's like, eat the pizza. He's like, I'm really full. He's like, I'll kick your ass. And so Josh grabbed the pizza and continued to eat it because that's what you do when an 80-year-old man tells you that. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump right into some stuff tonight. Thank you for joining us as always. Uh, I'll try to do my best with the comments. Sabrina usually does that. So if you, two see comments, you can read them. Let me know. I'll try to pull them up, too, as I go. Um, sometimes it's a lot with the other stuff of the show, but we'll see how it goes. And I just want to jump in with one thing quickly. Uh, this came out today. Um, one, a wrestler, uh, Jay Briscoe, actually passed away. He worked for ROH a lot. He worked for... TNA, he worked for AEW, and um, he was in a brutal car accident, actually, and uh, passed away. Yeah, it was really bad. So Briscoe was killed in a car collision that took place in Laurel, Delaware, on Tuesday at around 2.30 p.m. I guess it was actually yesterday. I thought it was today. A report from the Shore News Beacon states that two people were killed in the car crash, and two others were transported to the hospital in critical condition. Um, so he was uh, been around for over 20 years he big tag team wrestler I know a lot of people were hitting me up about it so Jay this is for you all right everybody Um, we're gonna jump right in because we have a lot to talk about and here is some breaking news all right so the first thing I want to talk about tonight with my Lovely co-host here tonight <laughs> is, is South Park. South Park. I saw this and I was like, hell yeah, some South Park news. So uh, season 26 is about to begin. And they're being very vague about it. They're like, oh, it's going to happen in February. Thank you, South Park, for that February. But it's coming very soon. Like, it's not too far away, which is great. I love myself some South Park. I have a picture up here. I don't know if you can actually see it behind me. I've been watching South Park. And I like, both these guys have, too, since we we're like in elementary school which is funny to see that it's still going on 26 seasons later and can't stop, won't stop. No, it won't. So it was announced back in August of 2021 that Parker and Stone actually signed a new deal with Viacom CBS for $900 million running through 2027, which included a multi-season renewal of the animated comedy series at Comedy Central and 14 original South Park hour-long movies for Paramount+. And I saw this and I was like, I'm like, yeah. And it looked, I mean, they didn't show shit. Of course they didn't show shit. They showed Butters getting like an anal probe. And he's like, oh, boy, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. You know, uh, and they're like, <laughs> South Park 26 coming soon. Uh, so I thought this was fun, though. I was excited to announce it for everybody out there. If you didn't know, it is coming back. And, and if you didn't know about that, they're going to be around for a long time. I mean, they have movies on HBO Max. They have movies on Paramount Plus, plus they have the original show on Comedy Central it's not going anywhere anytime soon uh Mike let's go to my co-host for this evening Mike <laughs> sorry Jake Jake's also a that co-host come on
2: no, I'll, guess. Mike. I'll be all right <laughs> Thanks, <Jake. laughs>
0: so Mike, my fellow co-host for this evening what do you think about this when you hear this are you excited about a new season of South Park coming or do you think that it's time for this to go away you're like why are they making more South Park you're like hell yeah bring on the South Park what do you think
1: Maybe my ears are deceiving you. I think when you read that a moment ago, your brain literally rejected the concept that it was nine hundred million dollars, and you said nine hundred thousand dollars. This might oh, be, really? be true. Oh, did I really? But uh, if, if so, then it's it's I totally understandable because that's a that's a billion dollars, Brian. Yes, uh, I don't think any of us really have any kind of concept for how many zeros that is. Uh, all the that's zeros a, that's all that's the zeros shit. that's a shit ton of money man like good for them dude like how who Who gets who gets these kind of deals like that's like that's a decade of being the rock in hollywood in terms of conversation in terms of compensation like it blows my mind yeah. uh will you, will you show me all i can see is that ringo on the wall behind you i don't i don't see any south park it is definitely Ringo. Uh, he, and th- he's
0: yeah, it's behind my um, it's behind my guitar. So I don't know if you can actually see it before. We can't up. even see your guitar. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. So womp, we've been womp, watching,
1: womp. we've been watching South Park since it would have been like eighth grade, seventh grade, something like that.
0: Yeah, something like that. I, seventh I, or I eighth. Have,
1: yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been following up with it for like the last uh, the last decade or so. Oh yeah, there we got all the. Oh, there it it's is. It's like the Simpsons uh, picture that has everything. Simpsons did it right.
0: Um, coming on down the south park going i have myself a time
1: yeah i, I mean I, I haven't i haven't followed up for a year so i don't know i don't know if anything is you, ever or for like you a decade, haven't? i don't know if anything is ever going to be as shocking as it was dude at that I point. Know, I right? the culture has completely has completely shifted yeah. Dude, you have to see,
0: you have to go and watch the stuff on HBO Max if you haven't, or on Paramount mm-hmm. Plus. They do the whole pandemic thing, and it's really kind of funny how they handle the pandemic. And they actually age them up, and they become adults through the pandemic. So it's like now they're like old men, and they have an Alexa, but she's like an actual hologram that drives their cars and stuff like that. It's 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 really fun how they play on how society changes and you know because mm. south park always is about relevant information you know they're always playing off the news so yeah it's yeah, really play, cool playing how they, off the
1: news playing off yeah. the news so they can sit on the fence and pretend that they're above it rather than like you know sharing in human society yeah. <laughs> i guess yeah. that's cool yeah i realized they're walking
0: on the top of the water i realized <laughs> i wasn't live last time so people couldn't see this but now now i'm alive i was just on you mm. guys mm. before so so mm. so the audience could actually see it out there yeah that's the uh the south park picture in its own, but yes, yeah, so they I have know, a so, bunch so of. Since,
1: since I'm, I'm, I'm going over you. I'm, I'm a co-host too. Uh, equal. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah you <laughs> take it away, Mike. Take no, it away. Jake. So, jake I write you a nine hundred million dollar check for your next eight years of endeavor. What, what, what do you think? What's, what's your big cartoon project that you have ready to bring to the world? Oh boy. Dude, I just think uh, about so hard. Nine hundred million. You don't have to answer Nine
2: hundred million. Uh, can they be stick figures? Do I have to color them in? That's a good A-G-R. idea. Can I just do like just pencil, just graphite figures, and they walk around? And I already wrote the like, check, man. It's, it's, it's. Oh, you already wrote it? So it's yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with um, like Teen Girl Squad from um, what was that? Uh, Homestarrunner.com, Do you remember that? Before oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, was like, strong ben.
1: Strong yeah. Ben. Strong Bad, Strong Bad,
2: Strong Bad, Pull. We can get into like the whole why the scroll button exists and all that kind of stuff. So that's, I think that's where I would go with nine hundred billion dollars.
0: That would be that would be awesome. I'd be down to see that. It's yeah. a it's a it was a big idea back when we were in college. So I mean, it could do really well. Uh, there, I have a buddy that that has a, a show called Pass the Sticks. And, um, it's, mm. it's stick figures, but they have like real heads and they've been working on that show for years. Uh, so hopefully eventually that sees the light of day, but that's what I thought about when you said stick figures, I'm like, Oh, pass the sticks. Yeah. It's actually kind yeah. of fun, but yeah, South park. So South park has been around for a long time. So Jake 900 million, you'd make that show, but do you, are you excited that South park is still going?
2: Uh, I'm indifferent on it. I suppose like Mike, I haven't really watched it in a long time. <laughs> I think the last episode are you I you watched. no. I mean it's it's like The Simpsons, it's always gonna be there until it's not, you know, like I don't think anybody's gonna predict when either one of them ends. It's like if the Lions ever get to the Super Bowl, an asteroid's gonna hit the Earth the night before. So I think that's what's gonna end it. But um well,
0: the thing is twenty twenty seven at least they're going until then.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, South gonna, Park, yeah. everybody, it can't stop. I mean, nine hundred million dollars. I mean, of course they're going to keep going. Can you imagine? They started just cutting little paper paper pieces out and like animating it, and they had that little Santa special all the way today, where Mr. Hanky is making a millions. That's all I can say. <laughs> he so, is. Too. Howdy, how, everybody? Time to make some millions. What do you guys think about South Park? That's the question. Leave us some comments. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to move on to our next story because we got a lot to talk about tonight, as always, on Cruise Control. So next thing I want to talk about, which I was kind of happy that Mike was going to be a guest on here because I thought he might like to talk about this too, was that Mel Brooks is back with the History of the World Part 2. Yeah, everybody, that's coming out. History of the World Part 2 on Hulu. And it's going to be airing as a four-part or a four night event that begins streaming on Hulu on March 6th. And this is pretty much star-studded. If you watch the trailer that's out right now, I think everybody in the kitchen sink is pretty much in this. And it was a lot of fun to see. It's it's great that Mel Brooks is able to come back and do this after all these years. I mean, the man has gotten, you know, like he's 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 pretty old and he's still like trying to entertain because that's what he does. And hopefully it's really funny. The trailer looks great um let's start with jake this time jake did you watch the trailer have you seen it and what do you think about mel brooks are you a fan
2: uh you know the name is i know the name and that's about the depth of like my blazing
0: understanding. saddles Spaceballs. balls oh space know, balls. You know, sure yeah i know
2: that but
1: robin hood men who? in tights another classic
0: yeah
2: mel brooks is in that too huh
0: well yeah he created it you know directed well, wrote all it, wrote a lot of it yeah he's also accident mm. too so you've seen him acting in a lot of things too, because he's in his own stuff too. Like, like he's in Spaceball. I mean, he's everywhere. He Spaceballs. He's what the like the Chancellor or something like that, right, Mike?
2: Hmm.
1: The Chancellor? Yeah, sure. He's a he's the dr- Gro, he's the Grogu counterpart, right? Too. He plays the old ass uh, the old ass Green Muppet character.
0: Oh, oh it does. Oh, okay. oh, he does. He oh, he plays like yeah. You're right. That is him. Mm-hmm. But uh, he also doesn't he also play another part. I think he plays multiple parts in that.
1: He's, he's
0: he's all over the place but but this is happening so so mike what do you think about this co-host are you excited about the history of the world part two
1: well i'm curious why why you thought that uh that this would be up my alley you're a hundred you're 100 right um, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times on uh comedy central back in the late 90s i watched mm. history of the world part one um it's funny as hell uh the original series um Series, the original movie. movie I was curious yeah. when, I, when I was watching the uh, the trailer that you sent along. I was like, "Is this a, is this a movie? Is this a series? So a four a four part four part four series part event. kind kind of makes sense." Um, I'm trying to think. It's good to be the king. That oh. that's a classic, a classic uh, okay. Mel Brooks line from the original. Uh, also, one of my favorites. Don't get saucy with me, Bernays. You've had your raisins. These are mine. <laughs> Anytime there's a anytime, anytime there's a raisin joke, I'm I'm there for it. Um, star studded is right, man. It's it's funny because I don't know if you remember the original movie ended with a teaser for History of the World Part Two. It was called History of the that. World Part One. That was that was the name of the of yeah, the it was Part series. One. Um, so. So yeah, st- star-studded. It's it's gonna be crazy. I'm looking at just the just the still of the trailer right here. That's that's Taika Waititi, is Sigmund Freud, right up front. It seems yeah, like yeah. Right, or, uh Yeah, it seems like maybe they're taking a page out of the uh, drunk history playbook. I don't know that the that the production values are necessarily through the through the roof. Who needs it? Like, there's I, I don't have a I don't have a cast list pulled up, but the faces. Um, I recognize there's all kinds of crazy talent and, you know, you don't need you don't need massive CG budgets for for comedy like that. So uh, so I think it's going to be great. And beyond that, Mel Brooks is still alive and still doing comedy like he he had a great. uh, Yeah, yeah. He had a great uh, Conan interview not too far back and he's still cracking dirty jokes that are actually that are actually funny. So props to him. And yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll check this out for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about like. There's a bunch of people. Johnny Knoxville's in here. Uh, uh, Zazzy yeah, be Beats is in list. here. Tyco Wotiki, uh, Seth Rogen. I mean Danny oh, wow. DeVito. I I mean you keep going through here. There's just so many people. Jake Johnson from New Girl. There's a there's there's just so many people that are actually in this. That it's gonna be. I mean it's just gonna be fun. I think you know overall. Uh, and I, and the thing is, Mel Brooks does always have great talent in his stuff, so it makes sense. I'm surprised it took this long to actually make it, but you're right, Mike. It's kind of like the drunk history thing, it seems like, a little bit. But it, all those actors come out, and they have a good time. They're just having fun and playing around. They're not trying to be serious about the parts they're playing, which is the tone of Mel Brooks as it is. It's it like, let's to, have fun.
1: It has to be easy to get people to come in and do a cameo when you're like, oh, it's a day shoot. Like, yeah. You know, come in, screw around, yeah, and I'm sure they're letting them improvise however as much they want. Like, so I'm sure I'm. I really, if there was a, a show I could uh, should could be on the set of, you know, recently, that would definitely be it.
0: Uh, Voidcraft uh, TCG, welcome to the program. Um, thank you for joining us on Cruise Control. Just want to say hi back at you. What's good? They're asking what's good. What's good, Jake? What's good?
2: Every, everything.
0: Everything In is good, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's that deep, that deep, man. <laughs> but yeah, Mel Brooks is back. Uh, hopefully this is great. Hopefully it's as fun as the original stuff. Hopefully it shows a lot of his, you know, his same comedy, his same timing, everything. Hopefully it's still the same Mel Brooks we love and and, and we're dreaming to have another movie from.
1: Josh Gad, J.B. Smooth. Ken Marino, Joe Latrulio, like this is all the members of the state, like the, the alt comedy, the alt comedy scene has really showed up for this. Jack McBrayer, Rob Corddry, Tim Baltz, like these are all, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with these guys mostly from their appearances on, uh, Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, but these are all alt comedy guys working in, you know, the improv scene over the past like 20 years. 20 years now, so I'm I'm sure it, it, it can't not be funny, even if it's stupid. Yeah. And it may well be incredibly stupid. It might be super time.
0: stupid. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. So I don't know what everybody else sticking out there. Are you excited about this? Are you are you been waiting for part two since the first one came out and you saw that little moment that Mike's talking about? That part two's coming. <laughs> Leave us some comments, let us know. We're gonna move on to our next subject. Keep going through these things tonight. So we're going to talk about Loki a little bit. So this has been kind of a rumor going around for season two. If, you, if you've if you seen season one, you know about the whole timeline issue. They broke the timeline, and now the TVA is going to have a lot of used. Kang is there now, and then Kang is kind of the new big bad for Marvel, hence we've seen in the Quantumania trailer for, for Ant-Man. And now they're saying that Kang is coming in to season two, season two of Loki. And here's what they're saying. Jonathan Majors recently filmed more scenes as a variant of King for Loki. This season will have more time travel, which makes sense. And Loki season two will introduce a new concept called time loom. It is the source of the TVA power. They use the energy from the time stream and they absorb it. So this is kind of where it's going with this. And the thing is, like, it makes sense that Jonathan Majors is going to be coming in for this. If you watched Loki season one, it ends with this. You had he who remains and they have that whole speech about i'm you think i'm bad there's worse than me like i'm here for a reason and so it kind of sets it up and then kang comes in at the end you see that big statue of him and it's like okay well the rumors going around is there to be multiple variations of this actual of, of kang in this so jonathan majors be playing multiple characters throughout the whole season they had a little teaser trailer that came out that was like only online that was like at a was at an event so i never actually put it up officially where they showed them like running through paris through time they showed multiple loki's in it there was really some cool visual effects and it's really it's centered around around this whole tva and like what's happening now and with kang so i'm excited about kang coming in jake did you watch uh did you watch loki season one
2: i i think i did yeah I don't remember. With him and Sylvie,
0: the, they had the, the female variant of him, and they kind of yes. – it seems like they're falling for mm-hmm. each other, but then they don't. And then they had old Loki, which I thought was the best part when they go actually into the void, and you see old Loki, and you see gator Loki, and um, that was a lot of fun.
2: What was the one when he went into, like, the um, the headquarters of the timekeepers or whatever that was? Uh, yeah, that was – lo- that the one?
0: Yeah, that's the one, yeah. That's
1: the one. Yeah. Wow. How do I not – I watched the whole thing. It's but, been,
0: it's been a minute. It has been a yeah. minute since it came there, out. There's so
1: there's a there's a lot of Marvel content now. Like you can't be. I don't know. You'll <laughs> be held accountable for all of it. I better not because I won't answer, I will
2: I will fail that test because yeah. But I liked that Loki show and I remember there, there were like multiple Loki's right.
0: Yeah. 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 There was a bunch so, of Loki's like there's female Loki, regular Loki. Uh, there was yeah. all these different variants of him that were actually in the void. Right. So, yeah, Loki was... Uh, there was there was all of the Loki in this.
2: Wow. So this could get interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah the
0: fact there's an, they're saying there's going to be actually more Lokis like sharing screen time together, I think that could be fun, too. The, do, you, do you like Loki, though, in general?
2: Yeah, I like him. I mean, he's, like, mischievous. Like, I think he's that kind of character that would... Uh, he doesn't want to hurt anybody, really. But he does just to watch the chaos that follows you know
1: that's some, like, that's something that you relate to dick i don't know it sounds like fun yeah
2: i mean like you don't really mean anybody harm and deep down you want everything to be good but you just can't handle it everything being okay you know like where's the Loki fun he kind of likes
0: to watch the world burn peace?
2: yeah yeah
0: so i mean he is like the agent of chaos right like loki's supposed so. to be that in general Mm -hmm. um so i mean it's exciting that he's getting another season when i saw the first season i enjoyed it i thought it was good the the way they led up to actually meeting he who remains at the end and and i I guess like i said old loki gator loki that shit was funny um and i hope there's more of them even though they kind of killed old loki in the original season who knows i mean with the multiverse anything can happen you know it's just anything can change like in a heartbeat um mike you hear this what do you think Do you like loki are you excited about a second season coming
1: First of all, I think that there's a strong argument to be made for Loki, the TV series being the best thing that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has put out thus far. Uh, I wanted to ask you quick, Brian, and maybe you too, Jake, you might be more on yeah. my side. I, I definitely always used to read comic books back in the day, probably more in the lines of the Ren and Stimpy and Simpsons comic books. Um, so it's only now that I'm kind of going back, doing some of my history and my... My homework, or were were you ever uh, embedded into any of the the big publishing imprints?
0: This is for Jake. We're going Jake first.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, uh, no,
2: I really wasn't. No, um, I think the you know there was uh, my first exposure to like comic booky kind of stuff was I'm pretty sure it was with Moose or Brian. At, um, where i don't know just like just randomly right having comic books laying around and be like oh what's that oh there's he-man there's uh i think transformers was one wasn't it way back in the day yeah. originally yeah, yeah. i, I mean i had like ninja, ninja turtle the first... ones yeah ninja turtle
0: i had x-files comics when i was younger too right. um I, a lot of the marvel stuff i had a lot of that too but there was you know it's just i just it would vary but i had so many different ones i was the kind of kid that would go to the, the store and they have those racks that would spin you know, and yeah. then I'd grab them. I really was obsessed with the Ninja Turtle ones. I know that for sure. And and that was just uh, as we have Krang behind my Casey right here, <laughs> not yes. Kang, Krang.
1: Uh, turtles. Oh. You know, I was <laughs> that's why, that that's why I selected that. As soon as you as soon as you sent the Kang article, I was like. I have a Krang background. <laughs> that would That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, uh, so thinking way back to the possibly greatest uh, MCU event known, I remember that last episode was a little bit of a throw for me because what? It, it felt more like an after credit sequence. Like it seemed like everything that that last episode was. Was a setup for the next for the next season. So, like, in some respect, that's great. I don't know if you if you wanted to put a nice bow on the end of your season, it's not great. Um, but if you want to get really excited and get the get the internet fanboy machine all up and frothing for your for your series, then that's a great way to do it. Because um, because Kang, I I don't know who Kang is uh, except for my exposure in in that last episode. Although, if he is, you know, he's a being kind of sitting at the end, he was at, there at the beginning, there at the end. If he is also, if he is also has multiple variants, then that makes me think that we have to be in some kind of matrix situation where there's like, if, because if, if there's more than one of him and he was there through the whole continuity, then there's an extra layer up on the top that's uh, that Keanu Reeves and Agent Smith are down looking at all the other Loki's and maybe they're like an additional Loki for these Loki's.
0: Mm. But maybe Keanu Reeves is
1: actually a Loki too. Dude, if they bring, Loki. if they bring in Keanu Reeves, I'm gonna straight up lose my shit.
0: I really should. I'm surprised yeah. they haven't, you know, like bring him in, find a role for him. Do you That's think the thing. Like there's so many roles.
1: Do you think he's taking that call? Like, I can't imagine why he would say no, like, cause he, yeah. he doesn't want to dilute his brand or they, they think he's too right. big for the, for the Marvel universe.
0: There's also that whole worry. There was an actual uh, article out not too long ago. I think it was last week about DiCaprio. And joining like the star wars world and it's like how he would be too big of a celebrity though they almost cast him in i think it was in one of the newer spinoffs i think it might be mandalorian but they were like yeah he's just too big of a name to come in because all you see is leo but that's i mean thing, he's a great draws, actor it draws, a te- think, it draws
1: attention away doesn't it but i think that's kind of bullshit
0: that's kind of like a cop-out like a good actor can transform into something else you know and if you're a good enough actor of course a lot of people see some people as just what it is. Think about a lot of these actors like Vince Vaughn, they're Vince Vaughn all the time, you know, but then there's actors like Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, like that, that they're not Daniel Day-Lewis all the time, you know, so it does, it just depends. And DiCaprio is the same thing. Yes, a lot of ways DiCaprio is DiCaprio, but he really goes there, you know, and he finds ways to change. Unlike a lot of people who just, you know, you see what you get, Will Ferrell, you know?
1: I watched uh, once upon a time in Hollywood yesterday uh, and I haven't always been the biggest DiCaprio fan. I definitely walked out of that movie the first time I saw it, thinking like, DiCaprio is doing—he's—he he, has some fun. Like, because uh, this is not even the subject of this particular <laughs> particular <laughs> segment. Um, but I I think if he can if he in a uh, if he's in a role where he can do a little bit of parody, like is a little bit of wink wink. Uh, then maybe for for me anyway way that's that's where he shines. So it would be great to see uh, bring bring Keanu in because uh, because if any series has a little wink wink to it in the Marvel continuity, Loki man that's that's what it's all about. They did it with with She Hulk, right? They went they went yeah. completely crazy, like broke the smashed the fourth wall. um So oh I yeah, see the whole Kevin thing. Yeah, I can see them doing something really clever with. uh with that, with Loki too, especially considering that these uh, that these time threads ultimately have no consequence. They can create them and just slap it down. We're never going to go back to that one, like if if that's the way they want to do. It. It's kind of a free, it's kind of a carte blanche for the writers, right?
0: Yeah, but but is Kang though? My question though is too. Yeah, that's true. Like they can just, you know, it doesn't really matter at this point. Anything can happen. They can wipe it. That timeline is gone. That person dies. There. It's like whatever. But is Kang a good enough villain? Like you, you've probably seen the trailer, Mike, for Quantumania, right? So do yeah. you think that you think that Kang seems brutal enough? You think that he's a Thanos level? And you saw He Who Remains. Do you think that he's big enough to be the next big bad?
1: I don't know. I mean, Kevin Feige's is in control, right? Yeah. I, b- so I he believe so. Now. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's got a, a good enough vision for what the broad strokes are going to be. That even if, if at any point a you know he wasn't a tough enough villain for us, they would be able to pull a narrative out of it that made it you know impactful and fun, which I think is the the Marvel brand more than anything.
0: Yeah, and and honestly, all I can say is Ant Man's going to be fucking awesome. That's all I can say. Um, but. Anyways, Jake, you, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, I got, right I got here.
1: that, I got that, uh, in, in the theater at going to see it, uh, when it first came out, they, you know, cause I was, cause I went to see the movie at fricking nine 30 in the morning and they're like, well, you're one of the first 20 people. Here you go. <laughs> here Very you nice. go. Take
0: the shirt. <laughs> Very nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jake, do you know much about Kang? Do you think he's going to be a big deal or do you think that he's just not as strong as Thanos?
2: I know nothing about him.
0: <laughs> like zero yeah. zero i feel like that's the thing about him he's kind of like out of nowhere i guess people are saying like i didn't know much about him before this either so i'm excited to see i guess that's kind of nice it's like a clean slate right you really don't know what you're gonna get and with sure. all this multiverse stuff it sounds like he like dominates it so it might be fun a way to wrap it all up into the secret war world which is gonna be the best when we get there if you know anything about the Secret think, Wars, I
1: don't think that your average no. consumer, me included, had any idea about about Thanos at all when uh, you know when they started making movies about him, and look how that turned out. Yeah, right. and
0: it worked really well. You yeah. know, big bad, and they started they, yeah, again yeah. They did the same thing. They were showing him early on at the end of the I think it was the end of <laughs> Avengers One. They showed him in the end credits, and they just showed like a like a five, 10 second thing. And then they show a little bit in the second one, the third, you know, so it kind of was like hinting at him coming for a long time, which is what Marvel does the same. They've been doing with, with Kang, you know, he who remains kind of talking about him here and there. And I, and it would be a while till we get to the actual Kang movie. And I know he's an Ant-Man, but his actual big, big Avengers movie, we got multiple years until that comes out. So plenty of time to build him up even more to make him the biggest bad in the universe. They can so do we'll it. See. I believe. Yeah, I believe in it too. What's everybody think out there about, about Loki season two? Are you excited about it? Are you excited about Kang being there? And do you think that he's a good big bad or do you think that he's a little pussyfoot? Let us know. And we're going to move on. <laughs> we're gonna move on to our next subject. And I want to talk about Kevin Spacey for a second here because you don't talk about Kevin Spacey <laughs> that often, uh, especially with the way the world is. Kevin Spacey went away. Like, with the away way with the you. world
1: is, Brian. With the way yes.
0: the world is, how do you mean by that? He went away. He went away. This is not Brian. a world. This is this is this is not a world <laughs> where Kevin Spacey is around. I'm just saying we don't talk about Kevin Spacey. That fool did a lot of shit and he disappeared. Well, in the UK, he was cleared of his charges. Right, so he was cleared of his charges in the UK. And then when that happened, it kind of opened the door for people being like, well, maybe a little bit Kevin Spacey in their lives again, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and he did a the movie where time, he was just doing voiceover.
1: Time, the last time when someone opened that door, they regretted it. That's all I am to say.
0: Oh, they opened that door and they were not happy, but we'll get into more about Kevin Spacey. I just want to go into what's happening here. So Italy's National Museum of Cinema in Tehran on Monday paid tribute to Oscar-winning U.S. actor Kevin Spacey presenting the American Beauty and House of Cards star with its highest honor, the Stella Della Mole Award for Lifetime Achievement. That's right. They're saying, here, you had the greatest career ever, a lifetime achievement for Kevin Spacey. And here's what Kevin Spacey stated during this whole thing, because, of course, we talked about the controversy of his career, what happened with the Me Too movement with him, being fired off of House of Cards, the lawsuit, all that, being gone from Hollywood for multiple years. Well, here's what Kevin Spacey has to say. He said, there is, however, someone in particular that I might thank for tonight about his, he's talking about his manager. When you have a friend like Evan Lovenstein, life can be something pretty special. I respect him professionally as well as personally because of our friendship. It's thanks to him that I realized that it takes all these setbacks and mistakes that I made to get back on my feet and move on. It's just what he does for me. It's what he does for his wife, his kids, his friends. I want to shift everyone's attention onto you tonight for everything that you do. Beautiful things are twice as beautiful like tonight because I can share them with you. I'm truly lucky to have you as my brother. You are the brother I never had. So in a way, it's his lifetime achievement and he knows what people are thinking. They're all thinking, hey, man, you may have uh, done some stuff with some boys. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you deserve this achievement. So he's talking about coming back, forgiveness, you know, moving on from the past. He pr- talks about his what well, almost seems like he's talking about a partner and not his manager in this, you know, this topic. Uh, before I move on, Jake, do you have any clients that talk about you like this, about being a brother? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Does it seem a little weird? But but he's had a huge <laughs> career. So I, this person probably been with yeah. for a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I could see, like, if it's somebody that you're really, really close with and you always have been, you know, Yeah. and somebody like, if you know, going through everything that Kevin Spacey has, you know, undoubtedly brought through. upon himself, you know, he's somebody who's not going to judge him along the way and just be like, yo, bud, you done screwed up and you call me whenever you need to, you know, like that might be the type of person he was for him. So yeah, I can see that being a pretty special relationship. Um Yeah, I mean, it's.
0: Do you think that it's think it's a good thing they actually gave him this award, or do you think they should still be being like, let's not talk about Kevin Spacey,
2: right? Well, I mean, he's still accomplished everything that he's accomplished, right?
0: Oh so, yeah, he's an amazing actor.
2: Yeah, phenomenal. He's a very yeah, he's a good actor, and a lot of times, crazy people are really good at whatever they're doing. So, you know, I don't know. As long as we're not like. Yeah, you know, obviously we're not highlighting all the screwed up stuff, right? We're not showcasing yeah. that. But you know, some people in a de facto way would say that you're showcasing him as a person, regardless. You know, you can't separate the two, right? So Yeah. Um, setting
0: aside the whole you know, all the the bullshit and the problems yeah. that he's caused in his personal life, or it's like looking at the career.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's that's one thing to talk about uh, about the division between the artist and their work. How how mm-hmm. does that reflect on a comeback? Here, I think is the question. Right?
0: Yeah. What do you yeah. think, Mike? What do you think about a comeback? Do you think he has a comeback in him?
1: No, fuck no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's done He's done, man get out of the way like he's made his 150 million dollars whatever how much i haven't checked celebrity net worth in a minute i don't know how much how much money he has it's more than he needs to fuck off so i never have to see his ugly uh, ugly mug again oh uh, let's see i think i think i think a telling a telling part of that speech is i want to shift all the attention away from myself over to this yeah. person to right? Like, oh, I freaking bet you would, Kevin. Wouldn't that be nice? We're all concerned
0: about you. <laughs> uh, I also, bet you would, Kevin.
1: <laughs> what's the? What's the? I mean, I didn't even see. What's the award? He's honored in Italy. It's so a,
0: li- is, yeah, a lifetime achievement in Italy, pretty much. Lifetime it's their achievement highest.
1: award in Italy. So that's not a lifetime achievement award somewhere else. Italy, who probably is is giving Roman Polanski award the same night. Uh, in yeah, Turin, probably. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, that, that is not reflective of the opinions of the, the movie going public. And I mean, people talk about cancel culture. What it is, is it's capitalism. You do things that make people think that you're a shitlord, and the advertisers don't want to pay you money anymore. They're like, that's how <laughs> right. it works. Um, So to hear some boo-hoo, oh, like, I'm benefiting from capitalism except when I'm not... Like that, that rings super hollow. Um, so I haven't looked into the specifics of Kevin Spacey's legal situation. Um, so the, all I can say is what I see on its face, which is that there's 20 plus accusers. Yeah. Seems suggestive. I don't know for a fact. Um, but what I do know for a fact is that you made your $150 million. Fuck off. We can get somebody else in, in these roles. There's more actor, more talented actors than there are our roles. Move along, Italy. Nobody cares how you feel about Kevin Spacey.
0: Yeah, which is one of the biggest right. things, Mike, when I think about it too. It's like, you know, there's so many actors out there and this happens all the time. There's, there's actors that just cause bullshit on set, cause problems, they're divas, and people keep bringing them back and paying them big bucks. And it's like that was happening with Kevin Spacey for years. They're just like, whatever. It's Kevin Spacey. He's a name. He'll make us money, whatever. And then when that shit hit the fan, they're like, oh fuck, you know, push him aside, you know. And there's more people like I don't know why Hollywood does that, and they just like let people be like this, you know. And that was a whole thing it's, with it's Kevin familiarity,
1: Spacey. Familiarity, dude. Familiarity yeah. makes the brand like it, it, he's a he's a safe bet, right? It's all about yeah. It's all about putting your money where you think it's gonna multiply. So. And and the movie-going audience is fickle, right? So they're they're making the safe bet, too, with their time.
0: Yeah, and people don't know the insides of of Hollywood and what's happening. Like, that was a whole thing. I used to, I mean, I've heard rumors for years. You know, you work on set. Everyone talks about actors all the time. This is what it is. And they talk about, like, you know, either it's wardrobe or it's hair and makeup or, you know, somebody that's like, oh, yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he would always try to find the youngest boy, PA, and be like, send him to my dressing room. You know, have him pick yeah. me up in the morning, you know, like shit like that. And, and so it's like and that just happened. They allowed it to happen for years. And and the, it's the same with Harvey Weinstein. You know, it just kind of happened for a long time. Hopefully now these people don't come back. You know, I, again, I love his career. I think he, it was phenomenal and everything he's done. Every, every role I've seen him is great. But enough is enough, man. You're done. You know, your time is up. Other people's time is now. And just let this be, you know, right? Jake, are you are you expecting a comeback?
2: No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, and it I, reminds me of like uh, I don't know if it's warrant, you know, if it warrants talking about, but like First Galatians, they kind of talk about like uh, Gentiles hanging out with uncircumcised and acting a certain way when you're with certain people, and until it's a problem, and then you shove them into the closet. It's, yeah. It seems like there's a whole lot of that going on. So. <laughs> Um, it's just interesting how all those stories you can, you can just watch them happen yeah. all the time, you know? So,
0: and it's like, whatever people will let it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I think mean, so either. Yeah. I think he's done like good for him. Lifetime achievement yeah. award, man. Here we go oh, clap. from cruise control. <laughs> good luck. Uh, anyways, <laughs> what does everybody think out there? Are you excited to see this? Are you a big Kevin Spacey fan? You're like, hell yeah. Bring on the Spacey. Or are you like, Hey man, Sit the fuck down and get the hell out of here. Let us know. Leave some comments. We're going to move on to our next subject because we got more to talk about, as always, here on Cruise Control. I want to talk about, because I saw this and I'm, you know, it's like the kid in me again. I see things from South Park and I, and I see this. I'm like, oh, there's a new Power Rangers movie coming out. <laughs> Here's a new Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Once and always, it's called. Now, it's a reunion show that's going to be on Netflix. And they're bringing back, they're meshing up the original cast and the second cast. So, like, they have Rocky from the second cast, who was Red Ranger. They got... Zach and, and Billy for the original Blue Ranger and the Black Ranger. You got the Pink Ranger from the second one. You got, you know, from the movie, you have the Black Ranger and the L-Ranger. So it's like a whole mesh and mashup. The, and then some of the original voice actors are coming back for it too, which I think is kind of cool. Like the original voice actor for Rita Repulsa is coming back, and she's going to be a robot apparently and not actually acting. So it's been like mm-hmm. robot Rita. And Lord Zedd is coming back, everybody. Good old Lord Zedd, probably was a dragon flying if you watch power rangers i i watched a lot of that shit when i was a kid i was a big fan so yeah. i was like go go power rangers i was upset when i heard that jason died um the green ranger died not too long ago you know he committed suicide that was really unfortunate really sad to hear and it just seems that seems shady to me too but that's another whole thing but power rangers coming back to be on netflix they already released, uh, it was a little behind-the-scenes trailer, if you haven't seen it. It just shows them kind of reflecting on the 28 years since the original show, which is nuts to me. And they're just kind of talking about like what it's like to be back in these Power Ranger suits and doing it again. 28 years, how about that, huh? I see your mouth, Mike. What do you think about Power Rangers coming back <laughs> after 28 years? Would you put those tights back on if you were one of the original
1: Rangers? If I get to get in that Red Ranger suit, I am a hundred percent in. Do you Do you know? <laughs> are you, Are you in with? Are you your EP on that, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, go go, Power Rangers! I, I have a very uh. distinct memory um, of a friend of ours being on the playground at Kennedy Elementary. Uh, I must have been fifth grade with Jordan Sell um, yes. telling me telling me about the latest. Uh, Power Rangers. You you guys probably remember there was a bit of a debacle at the time, being like, "Oh, these kids—they're seeing the Power Rangers doing all these karate moves on TV. They're going to be yeah. beating each other up." In the, like, that was a, the, <laughs> it was a thing. That I was recalls, a thing. Yeah, that was a, that was a thing. That was a serious. That was the news story that affected me at the time. Um, yeah. But I, I, I just remember hearing about Power Rangers uh, in the fifth grade and being like. I think this show is for younger kids than me at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was I, good. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't I wouldn't be so dismissive about it these days. Um because I'm happy to what they, they were recutting existing footage of Japanese shows. Uh you you do just a little bit of fill-in footage, right? It had to be the cheapest yeah. thing in the world to film. Um and if they can a lot make of stock content footage. Out of it. The kid loves it. Kids love like it's you know it's all the outfits seem like Ultraman from back in the '60s. Uh, you got giant, you got giant monsters in in rubber suits. People are growing to a hundred times their size. Like
0: make my monster grow. <laughs> bring,
1: bring it, bring it on, man. Like I, I, I don't think I would be, uh, I would be so cynical about it if I started watching uh, Power Rangers today. And actually, you know, come to think of it. I think a few years ago when the Power Rangers movie was in theaters, I actually went to see that. So so How you uh, do? You know, you know, I You do. I the <laughs> news,
0: man. I have a news.
1: <laughs> maybe you maybe did? if I haven't done 180, I've done a I've done a 95 degree turn on him.
0: The Ooze Man cometh. Or did you see the reboot one in theaters?
1: The reboot one.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw the reboot one in theaters too. Wasn't as good, but it, it was still fun. You know, it's still fun. You know, it's like, oh, Power Rangers are back. And they kind of tried to touch on the nostalgia a little bit. Jacob said in the comments, actually, Jacob Roland, who was on the show before, he has IPA Sessions podcast, check it out. But Jacob said, no Green Ranger, which is untrue. I know Jason is gone, but in the, in the trailer, they actually showed the Green Ranger. They don't show Jason, but they show the Green Ranger. So maybe they're going to have ADR and voiceover, or maybe he shot something before he passed away, because that's what happens sometimes. You know, they probably shot this a while back. And now it's just coming out in April, so I mean, he may still be in it. Uh, Jake, do you are you excited about this? You saw this? Are you like Power Rangers? Hell yeah! Or are you like leaving the past?
2: Uh, I'm kind of excited about. Well, this was like the first uh, episode in my life where there was like, uh, I'm going to deliberately disobey my parents and go over to your grandmother's house to watch Power Rangers after school. <laughs> <laughs> that was the. It was third grade. We were walking home from that happened, medicine. Yeah, and I, I, I couldn't I couldn't watch Power Rangers anymore because, as Mike alluded to, kids were apparently killing each other on playgrounds, and <laughs> we couldn't do it. Right? So my parents were like, "No, you can't watch Power Rangers anymore." I was like, "Well, I'm going to go to Brian's and watch it there."
0: Then.
2: <laughs> so uh, I'm a little excited. Um, I probably won't watch it. Just to be completely honest, I might oh, come on. Check it's on it Netflix, out.
0: Jake. Come on, man, I Netflix. You it. Can do it. Yeah,
2: I probably could. Um, I'm not saying I don't want to, but I I don't know if I will or not. It's just one of those things. If I I'll see it and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's happening. So yeah, and
0: also um, to see the actors, they look very similar to the ones that came back. You're like, oh maybe maybe mm-hmm. slight botox, but for the most part, pretty natural. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Brian yeah. Brian Jake and I Jake and I had a little trip down memory lane. You got a you got a salient '90s memory to uh, to attach to Power Rangers over there.
0: I had yeah. the. Uh, I love the Green Ranger, by the way. I just love the Green Ranger. So I had the Green Ranger sword, it was like a little dagger, and you would swing it and go ding, 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 ding. And I, I, yeah, and, you and, had and, it in
1: your basement. <laughs> yes,
0: I had that for a long time. So I used to attack my brother with that all the time, Kyle, and he freaking hated <laughs> it. But it was a good weapon of choice. Let me just tell you that. So Kyle would come after me, I'd be like Green Ranger, Morphin Time, and I, you know, and I also had a, I had a Pog, I had a Slammer. My Slammer was a dragon's Zord. Yes. Uh, back in the Dragons, day, it was Dragon
1: a, Sword Slammer. No. Dragon <laughs> I and,
0: I, and I would, I would, I would, I would fucking dragon slam that 90's, shit down.
1: Nineties, man, that is hardcore nineties. <laughs> yeah. I sure. slam that no, shit you know, down. My, my my Dragon Sword Slammer, no big
0: deal. it's you know, <laughs> not it a big out. deal. You know, it's just you know, it's just <laughs> Dragon Sword power. You know, power of you know, the best Power Ranger in the world. No, but that's what I'm saying. I, I love the Green Ranger. The Green Ranger saga. I actually have like all six, six VHS tapes sitting on my mantle in my house still. So. I have a lot of stuff from my teens or my teens, my teens and my preteens, and that that are just like Power Rangers, Transformers, Ninja Turtles. I got a box of ninja turtles in my mom and dad's attic still, turtle blimp, all that stuff. But the um the 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 Power Rangers were big for me. Like Jake said, we used to watch it when we were kids at my grandma's house. She'd make us like Klesti, which is a Polish dish, and we would watch that. And um, we'd hunt the dog man. If you're from Michigan, you know what we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, Power Rangers were awesome. <laughs> I loved them so much. I saw the original movie. You know, the Turbo one wasn't as good. It kind of went downhill after they started recasting people. And I'm excited they're bringing back Lord Zed, though. I'm excited they're bringing back Rita. Even if it's going to be a robot, you're bringing the same actors back. That's awesome for them. It's money. Think about that. Most of it just voiceover for these people, and on top of that, you do a couple scenes of them like doing high school scenes and and, and barely ever wearing the suit, and they're making all this money and doing all these fandom things all these years later. Like, good for them. I would if I were on that show, I'd be back in a heartbeat. Like, hell yeah, put me in that fucking spandex. Let's go, it's Morphin time. You know, let's do it today. So I'm excited, everybody. Netflix is coming, and Jacob said in the comments if it does happen, The Green Rangers. Nice little nod for his life and his career, which I think so. And the fact that he was in the trailer, I hope that. You know what's gonna happen. Oh, and Jacob said, Don't forget the gloves. I actually had the Green Ranger gloves too, and you had like the little buttons on them and stuff, and they made like swishing noises and shit like that. It was, it was pretty cool, you know. Go, go, nice. Power Rangers, everybody. So, yeah, Power Rangers coming to Netflix. It's gonna be here in April. So check it out. Are you excited about this? It's 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 an episode, it's not a documentary, it's a reunion episode. Alpha's back. Hey, 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 hey. everybody's back. I think Zordon's <laughs> dead. Spoiler alert, but um, yeah, but we'll see what happens. So watch it and we'll talk about it more. Let us know what you think. Now it's time for our featured story of the day. All right, all right, all right, everybody. going to move on to our featured story of this evening. Um, Okay, so I want to talk about the DGA and the WGA a little bit right now, because this is something that's looming in Hollywood. So the DJ, the Directors Guild of America, and the WJ, the Writers Guild of America, they're out for contract negotiations come June, which normally they start negotiating April, March, April, something like that. Well, they're already kind of saying, everybody, that this is going to be a difficult thing to negotiate. Now, they're talking about... Um residuals is a problem right now for them. They're talking about the episode counts because a lot of the times um they've been cutting episodes down and down and down and down because that's the world we live in. There used to be 20 some episodes per season. Now we've got, you know, 8, 10 episodes, 6 episodes sometimes. So that's a big problem for the the, the WGA and the directors guild too. They're saying like residuals are a big thing, streaming's a big thing. We didn't touch upon it enough. So this is kind of what they're saying at the DGA about negotiations coming up in the future here. They're saying, in this environment, your strength and support will be more important than ever. We are committed to fighting for an entertainment industry that is fair, safe, equitable, sustainable, and accessible for all. We all have a stake in issues like wages and streaming residuals, funding for our health and pension plans, and more. We are committed to ensuring that the working contributions of directors and their teams are respected. They're saying that this year's negotiations are about more than bargaining a strong contract for the next three years. They're about setting the course for the future of our industry and ensuring sustainability of hundreds of thousands of good union jobs. So... This is something on the back burner that's coming up. And the problem is the directors and the writers, here's what I'll put out there. They can strike and they can be off for as long as they want. These people have the highest wages in Hollywood. So they can be fine hanging at home, negotiating, going back and forth with all the the grips, the electrics, uh, the the crew, the stand-ins, the the background. I mean, like the the actors, the principal actors. These people. I mean, a lot of principals can be fine, but like the day players, the people that are day in and day out, busting their ass five days a week. A lot of times, these crew members and these actors, they'll go up to multiple programs every day, so they'll be on one show Monday, different show Tuesday, different show by Friday. You know, that's kind of how it works. You can jump around a lot. Now, if everything shuts down, all of a sudden your income's gone, and a lot of these people don't have savings. They just don't. They have a little bit, but it won't last like directors and writers. And before, back in 07, when we had a writer strike, it really screwed up the whole town. Productions just stopped. Without writers, you can't approve final scripts. You can't just shoot. You have the script. That's great and dandy. But if you're on set, even if you just have the script, you can't just shoot without a writer actually being on set because they change stuff. And they have to be there to actually change it and approve it. And a normal director can't just do that. It has to be an actual WGA member to actually change that so this is a problem moving forward And then, of course you don't have directors you can't you can't shoot so if this happens and they're talking about combining the wga and the dga are talking about joining forces and sag after is talking about helping them too if they have to and they're saying this is the time we actually have to stand up and, and and stop this and get to the producer's face and make something happen so this is a worry for everybody that works in the entertainment industry come summer we might shut down And who knows how long it could take. Now, look at IATSE before they had their whole pending strike. They worked it out. We didn't strike. Now we'll still say this. A lot of the things that happened in the IATSE contract that they said were big wins are not happening, ladies and gentlemen. I will say that right now. One of the big things was a weekend turnaround. I know a lot of people that are working on shows that are not getting their weekend turnaround. And they're not getting penalized. So that's the thing. Like This is pivotal for DGA and WGA to get in there and fix problems that are happening. But for me personally, I'm worried about everybody's jobs and I'm worried about the entertainment industry shutting down. So long speech afterwards, what's going to happen? Now I'm going to go to my co-host first, Mr. Michael Casey. Mike, you hear about this. What do you think? Do you think that the Directors Guild will actually try to stop and strike and join forces and shut down Hollywood? Or do you think that this is just them blowing smoke up people's asses. They'll work it out. They'll have a deal before you know it, and we'll continue as we always have in Hollywood.
1: This is a really complex issue, Brian. There's a it lot is. of a lot of moving parts. Well, uh, well, you were talking just a moment ago. I, I honestly hadn't been thinking about the um, all the all the, crew like the ramifications, members, all, the, all the actors. Well, yeah, those particular ramifications. ramifications. Um, and I had been basically operating along the thought process of all these other multi-billion dollar companies over the past three years of the pandemic whose stock price we just seen going up and up and up where, where the, um, you know, the bills are getting paid by, by the people down on the street. Right. So my initial thought was like, okay, well, you know, I I would like to see that that burden being distributed more equitably. Um, so I, I pulled up the Warner brothers discovery, stock and there over the past three years that, you know, they had a real nice spike when everybody tripled the number of services that they were pers- prescribed to, that they were subscribed <laughs> to at the, yeah. at the beginning of the pandemic, but then uh, they've been on a pretty, pretty even keel. So, um so yeah. So, so my, it, at any rate, my, my initial, my initial thought process is right out the window. Uh Do I think that, that the directors are going to put, you know, kick in their Dig in their heels. Uh, yeah, I mean that's kind of their responsibility. And you say blow smoke, and I kind of think that, even irrespective of what kind of deal that they're going to strike, it is their responsibility to the to the people that they're working with in their union um, to blow that to blow that smoke to say you guys that want to invest money in a, us as a group. You, it's on you to sufficiently incentivize us with all these union benefits you know various uh fringe and it all it all uh, equates down to money ultimately um but you know that the, that they want a fair deal so I appreciate that they're blowing smoke um because that's their job I don't know how it's gonna shake out man when was the I'm trying to think the pa- a couple of uh WGA strikes. We remember the big one when uh, when everything 07. Totally shut down shut down in 07 and there's been another one that was pretty pretty serious in the meantime if I recall correctly. Um, yeah, it's,
0: but they haven't gotten to the point that oh, back in 07, you know, and like mm-hmm. IATSE over last summer almost shut down. It went to the they approved the the strike authorization and so if the IATSE would have gone through you're talking about, you know, a huge part of the crew just being taken offset, you're done you know but wga they've never had a strike before at OTSI. they have not so that was one of those things where okay well maybe they'll work it out and they did uh but but wga has they have had a strike like i said before it's one of those things that it shut down and you look at a place like wonder brothers too like they've had a rough time we i know we shit on another episode but like they really have had a rough time like with, with hbo max they thought that was going to be a big gold mine you put all their movies onto the streaming. They lost a lot of money. They would have made revenue going to theaters. They just didn't have. And then, that, then you know, Discovery bought it at a loss. They're finally kind of getting into a better spot, as you're saying, based off the stocks. And with James Gunn coming on and all that, this could really—if they shut down—it could really hurt Warner Brothers bad. And they can hurt a lot of p- companies really bad. And, of course, these are the producers. So they have to think about this. They already went through. With IOTC, they didn't want to strike either because they had just come out of COVID. And it was a whole thing like we're just getting back. We're right. just bouncing back. We're just starting again. We can't shut down again. Yeah, and now I, do it's wonder, been-
1: I wonder how, how much uh, spine the union members will have to hold out if they'll be able to fight a war of attrition. Because they mm-hmm. might not have the kind of coffer. They might not have the war chest filled up right now, you know, they might need the jobs. So they might take crappier deals.
0: And that's yeah. what it was during IOTC, honestly. They, they were, a lot of people I was saying, so I was working on American Horror Story at the time, and everybody was saying, like, the whole crew were like, we can't do this. We're I'm finally making money again. We can't strike, you know, we can't strike. But then it's like, if you don't strike, then you don't do it after COVID, like, when do you do it, you know? And of course, it was probably the best time and the worst time. And that's kind of what it is now. It's like, we're kind of really kind of back now. And so to shut down again could be a huge problem. Now, Jake, as a manager, you hear this and you just came into this industry not too long ago. Right. But you hear a potential shutdown and what's it think about your future and your clients? Like, what do you think about this?
2: Well, it's, um, I hope, you know, like you said that they figure it out before it becomes a problem. Um, for me personally, I mean, I, haven't been in the game long enough for it to really affect me all that much, right? So um, as far as skin in the game, I could probably figure out what I'm going to do if there was a lull in activity. Um, but, yeah, you know, like Mike said, the war of attrition is, you know, who's who's got the bigger chest on the back of their car, right? So, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot harder to keep – Several thousand, hundred thousand, possibly million people, with the ability for everybody to bulk up their reinforcements and be okay to take a position and hold out for a decent amount of time, right? So, um, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, You know, you gotta, you have to, if you wanna beat the Warhammer, you're gonna have to make sure that you're ready to do so. You know, they might just be garnering support for the cause, you know, if if you said blowing smoke and just getting, creating enough noise around it to get people to pay attention might be what they're doing,
0: which they have to do if they want people to get behind them. Like like I said, already WGA is like, I mean, they have the same contract kind of running up the same time with the producers, and they started talking about it in November, the DGA, like, oh, we're going to start doing this. Now they're saying it again. In the new year, they're like, hey, guys, just so you know, this could be difficult, and we're talking to WGA, and so they already got WGA coming on board, and WGA still hasn't said they're 100% on board, but they usually fall in line in these situations, like SAG 2. I guarantee SAG will jump on board. They usually support each other when it comes down to these things, but it also comes down to, like, how many of these members actually have the producers or are you know are in their producers pocket too is the also the big issue because a lot of actors are producers as well so they are gonna want to sign with producers as well and there's a lot of directors that are producers too so they might want to sign with the producers so that's where it gets messy and muddled if you ask me and honestly i feel like a lot of these people there, there are a lot of directors too don't get me wrong that are day players. They do jump the different shows. They aren't making millions of dollars. There are a lot of people like that, but they are in a higher caliber and a higher pay raise than a lot, greater than a lot of people. So I think a lot of them could hold off at the strike, but the question comes down to, are they, are they willing and able to do that to the entertainment industry and shut it down that way to affect everybody? And is that what we really want right now? Mike, do you think that's what we need right now? Do you think we need a shutdown or do you think this is not the time?
1: Do we need a shutdown? What <laughs> yes. was that? Yeah, shut, shut this is
0: that? I'm just Yeah, shut it all down.
1: Fuck it. It's a box upon humanity. It's ruining <laughs> yeah. all of our all of our expectations for what our daily lives should be like. We should raise Hollywood to the ground. We'll let, we'll get you out first. Turn it plane, down, and then then after, as soon as you're on the plane, we we go scorched earth on it. Um, <laughs> uh, I <wanted> to <laughs> sorry, sorry sorry to pivot on you. There there was. Um, one thing that was present in that press release that you shared, um, when they say that they're talking not just about like the next few years, but they're talking about resetting the whole landscape going forward. And to me, like I can think of a couple of things that that would that, that would mean. I mean, one, like, or I guess it, it's really just one just one issue, and that's the issue of rights. What do rights mean? In terms of, because I don't know, we were talking about the the larger organizational structures. What do rights mean when all the companies are coming together? When there's less competition, like, and you're trying to retain creative rights, that that's something. I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a arts lawyer if an arts lawyer is a thing, but uh, I can <laughs> entertainment imagine lawyer. That being an issue. An entertainment lawyer, and then the other thing that may be. More important is in terms of, uh, I remember being uh, when a decade ago when I was an extra out in LA, like you would sign your rights away every day. I'd sign my rights away, I believe the quote is, in perpetuity throughout the universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, Just I was like those Scientology
0: my- contracts.
1: For my hundred and six bucks and a and a smoke bump, if I was lucky, um, <laughs> give me I, that fourteen I have, bucks. <laughs> I, have to, I have to imagine that uh, that creatives are concerned about uh, the way that their that their creations are going to be used because we don't just live in a singular kind of media publishing environment. We live in like. Like, do i oh yeah I, I i cleared the rights for this behind me so so, so that that's okay but even in um, public domain in, <laughs> public domain even in <laughs> issues like we have the the whole ai art thing happening right now right um yeah i don't i don't even know what you i call saw that, that. but it's, that's
0: it's really cool but it's yeah, weird but that's, that's all
1: it is really that's, yeah that's Things that were created by people that are being co-opted and in some cases monetized and the creators are not being uh, not being compensated at all. So when they talk about resetting the landscape for the future, I think that they probably really do want to address some of those really tricky kind of forward thinking issues. So, uh, you know, so my my love goes out to all union members everywhere but uh my interest in this particular issue is seeing like man are they going to be able to think forward and write some really uh just interesting rules because they're going to have to get very particular particular so i think it's going to be really interesting Yeah, there's
0: going to be a lot of logistics to work out to get the best contract for them. And it doesn't happen overnight. You know, they'll do it for months. Like I said, they'll start in March or April, and then the contracts aren't up till like, June. So they have plenty of time to kind of work it out. But it always comes down to the last minute. It just does. They go back and forth, do an offer, and then take it back. I know, like, a lot of times when we vote, a lot. I don't want people tell me that are on the board that when you vote, if you vote no, it's it's horrible because even if you don't like the contract, they have to go back to the drawing board and start over and everything's off the table. And I'm like, I don't see it that way. I see it that, OK, this isn't appropriate for everybody yet. We have to kind of go back and like, what's wrong? What do we need to do? What We need to make this right. We can't we shouldn't just jump, jump on the first grenade and call it a day. You know, it should, we should be able to work it out. So I'm saying, Jake, what do you think? Yeah. Do you think that you think this is going to shut down or do you think they'll you think they'll work it out?
2: Uh, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, like Mike said, what are the details? Um, yeah. So, and, and how far into the future can you really look with how fast things are changing now? Like, what so could many have changes lasted... changes streaming? Yeah, what could have lasted and been effective for 10 years might only be good for two nowadays, you know, because of the speed and which things are going. And um, What are the things, NFTs, are those, is that a thing that's like your rights are kind of attached to something? yeah but that's still not covered there's
0: stuff like that too that's not really covered you know right so at
2: what point how do you digitally make something yours and they might be attacking that too because with so much stuff going on that's uh on like this program people doing stuff on tiktok creators are using platforms everywhere so uh, how much of that how much of that world are they going to bring into this world i think might be part of it too
0: um yeah they might have to mesh that because that's 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 a big problem that's a big problem that's not covered under the union mm-hmm. you know and it's like we don't have a director on the show right here technically i guess i'm the director but yeah. you, you know it's it's i guess <laughs> you know technically because i'm running the switchboard but mm-hmm. that's that's the thing and they're gonna be looking at that and they are looking at the pension health that's always a problem too they want to make sure people are covered when they get older our sag pension health is fucked it just is and they let it get that way. They knew it was bad, and they let it get worse. And COVID hit, and then it was tanked. So it's just like those are the things that have to be addressed. When we had our negotiation during COVID, they didn't address the pension health, and they just like ignored it. And then after they passed the contract, we voted on it. It was like two weeks later, Seg said, oh, by the way, pension health is fucked. About half people are going to lose their pension health. When they could have worked it out with the producers to work it out ahead of time. But they didn't, and they knew it was a problem. So hopefully the people in charge of the DGA, the WGA, a little better than the ones at Sag. Not to knock Sag because I do like Sag, but I do think that enough is enough. And the and the words of Owen Hart, the great Owen Hart wrestler. Well, enough yeah. is enough, and it's time for a change. And that's
1: what I. What's a
2: Ranger? Always a Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Nugget. Uh,
1: <laughs> keep keep Anyways, going, guys. I'm mean, here <laughs> all night. I got nothing else to
0: do. We can go all night, with Owen Hart. You know late, great Owen Hart, but everybody, we'll see what happens with this. Again, it's still early. They're going to start negotiating soon, but they're talking about it. I just want everybody to know out there, there's this potential for over the summer. So keep updated, keep informed, put some, you know, you know, keep in touch with people, try to help out if you can get involved because that's how you can help your union. Anyways, thank you all for coming here tonight. It's been a great evening as always. It's so happy to have you both here. This has been fun having the three amigos right here. So I can say, you know, (laughs) Mike, thank you for being here again. Appreciate you. It's an honor.
1: Thank you, Brian.
0: Jake, thank you as well. Thank you. thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, thank you for joining and chatting. Please like and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It goes a long way. If you're on Facebook, please go on YouTube and subscribe as well. We're trying to hit that 100 mark before the month is done. 100 subscribers. I think that's doable. We're at like 65. We can do it. Come on, subscribe if you're watching. Honestly, it doesn't mean anything for you. It does not have to pay anything. If not are anything, just hit that subscribe button, and it helps us tremendously. Join our Patreon if you can. You listen to us under our Audible, audible versions and Spotify, all that if you can't listen to this on YouTube. Thank you you so much. We'll see you tomorrow on Cruise Control. Have a great night. See ya!